Music, industry talk, stories, equipment and more. We are Crossfader and this is Off 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 Off, off the Record. Off the Record. Off the Record. What's up everyone? We're back again for another episode of Off the Record, the DJ podcast with myself, Jamie Hartley. We've got James Holland. How are we doing? Danny James. Hello. Lawrence James. Hello, gang. We're all back in the building. I know Danny and Holland have been away. They were off on uh, annual leave. Holidays, yep. yes. Holidays. Vacation for our okay. American viewers okay. and listeners. There we go. So we're all back in the studio and it's an exciting week because one of the biggest, uh, most anticipated, should I say, hmm. most anticipated product releases happened last week. That is the Pioneer CDJ 3000. Mm-hmm. We've waited a while for it. Four years. There we go. And um, I, must have, I must have missed that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everyone listening is aware that that has dropped. We've obviously got our review as standard on YouTube. If you want to go check it out, and there's a performance yeah. from myself and a performance from Lawrence, and mm. there is more performances coming from Danny and Holland uh, in the mm. future as well. So we've all had chance to play on it now. We've all had chance to have fun with it and get our thoughts together on it. Obviously, we've done the review and we've put loads of opinions in there. We've done a comparison with the Denon SE6000, which, you know, it's it was one of the most anticipated things. What is the Pioneer the new Pioneer CDJ going to bring to combat what Denon were doing with the SC5000 and then 6000. And that was like the hot topic all over the internet this past week is there's been a lot of hate for Pioneer. It's been Mm -hmm. a lot of hate for me, I think. (laughs) Bit of hate for Holland. (laughs) Just a little bit. Just to let everyone know, Holland is not getting paid by Pioneer. None of us are getting paid by Pioneer. And I did not dim the screen on the Denon deck. In (laughs) fact, I did quite the opposite and actually contacted Denon and said, by the way, your screens look a bit dim compared to the CDJ. I'm giving you time here to tell me, is there any way I can make it any brighter? So they said no. (laughs) Just for context, Holland did a a comparison between the SE6000 and the CDJ3000 and uh, putting a lot of valid points. Obviously, the internet, some of the internet disagreed because there's a lot of people who are avid Denon users out there and feel that the Pioneer product did not stand a chance against the yeah, SC6000. They've got a very good point, but at the end yeah. of the day, how many Denon products have you seen in a professional DJ box recently? Yeah. None. It's going um, to take a while to make it. Will, it will. Take a while, you know, I'm a big... On the right track, though. I'm a massive Denon fan. Like Everyone's like, oh, how much is Pioneer paying you? Nothing. <laughs> I actually i am really close with the guys at In Music. I love Denon DJ. I love what they're doing. I, I'm a geek. Of course, I'm going to prefer the Denon. As but, you can tell, you've cut him deep. <laughs> it just yeah. hurts. Cut him deep. just hurts people questioning my integrity. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's go around. Danny, how have you found you're, you're a pioneer CDJ user? You know, you I are am. the techno tech guy that loves to go and play a load of house <laughs> music and techno. And um, like you don't use things like Slicer, really. You don't use no. all these extra performance features that the Denons provide. No, I mean, for a DJ like me, it's like it's home from home. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's yeah. the standard CDJ setup that if I was presented it in a club. Yeah fine like it's it yeah. is what it is it's just what i know but it's like there's nothing on it that like wows me like yeah, at all. It's there's like not, there's nothing that really stands out like oh my god that is amazing but it's yeah. just it is what it is like i think pioneer or pioneer they're going to do what they know and they're going to stay in like their lane and they don't really it's the same thing as like we've said this in the office that it's it's the same like apple and samsung you know, PlayStation and Xbox. There's, there's always going to be those comparisons. There's yeah. always going to be people who people say this are super and that. passionate. Yeah. Mac yeah. versus Windows. Like exactly. I've always yeah. been a Mac user, yeah. and 
we've got a Windows laptop. I had to go on it in the office earlier. Yeah, it was funny watching you do that. Troubleshooting. So, how, how do I turn it on? How do I <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's me. You know, I'm literally like that with a Windows. Yeah. So yeah. I think for like, I'm I'm fine with it. Like if I got it in a club, I wouldn't turn my nose up at it and say yeah. no. Like I'd happily play on it because I know the platform and I know what it's what everything does. And just familiarity in it. So. Yeah. yeah. It's here's, an interesting one. Here's my problem is that Pioneer, that their success is also their downfall. This is what I genuinely think mm-hmm. is that they have no room to innovate because yeah. they've, they're in a box with so many users that they can't afford to make big changes or no. drastic changes. No. So that can actually be a downfall for, yeah, for certain you can't, companies. You, you cannot have a Pioneer product in a DJ booth anywhere in this world where a Pioneer user of any age plugs in a stick or or expects a feature that's not there. So you can't have, say with the Denons, like the Denons are cool on that, but they've had very many and regular updates. We all know that. So say, for example, Jamie, you're expecting your flexible beat grid to work because you're up to date and you've got a current USB stick. And and no one's updated the Denon in this club you go to, and it doesn't work. And all of a sudden your track and your performance is absolutely trashed. That cannot be in a pioneer ecosystem. So they can't make radical changes. They can't put 20 updates out a week because these are players that I, you know, I use HRD. I used to carry firmware around with me for the pioneer decks because they never got updated. They'd be bought on day one, installed, never touched again. I think Mm -hmm. I think the problem they had as well, because the anticipation of it being so long, I think everyone just expected it to have like, holograms flying out of its yeah. deck and stuff yeah. because there's so much there's been so much time since the last one that they just thought oh maybe they've just been working on it for 15 years which yeah. isn't the case if they'd have brought out one every single year and then last year it was like key shift and now it's like eight pads you'd be like oh I, uh, Q punch you'd be like oh you know it's little by little but I think everyone just expected it to have everything yeah mm-hmm. they and did the internet but, overhyped itself everyone got themselves yeah. so far ahead of what was actually coming yeah. and you know but, but like when I turn up and I, and I do performances and I've had to I have to carry around the SP1 to have pads because um, it's always CDJs everywhere. So for me, it's perfect because I need them. I need them eight, features. Eight hot cues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hot cues and stuff. It's a, yeah, nice, so. it's a nice update. It's a nice update, a um, nice update which I, professional I, DJs will appreciate. Yeah. Be- I, I, got sla- I got commented for saying that the Denons are more bedroom orientated. It's just mm. they're more accessible. They're more a lot accessible. cheaper. I mean, a I, lot of people have yeah. the Prime ecosystem already, you know, Prime 2, Prime Go, Prime yeah. 4 in, in their bedrooms. I'm not saying yeah. that Laidbot Luke's a, a, a bedroom DJ by saying that Denon's are more familiar with bedroom DJs. I think it's just what the way it a is. lot of people aren't thinking about is if you were to fast forward this conversation 10 years down the line, mm-hmm. it'd be very different because like we say, Denon are going for these young DJs who yeah. they're trying to get into their whole Denon system. Yeah, into the ecosystem, yeah. yeah exactly, yeah. but like 10 years down the line, it might... Denon might be the industry standard. And, yeah, and you, all, you just naturally want more for less, don't you? So there's yeah, all these do. flashing lights and all these yeah. things for such little, more little the price that it just yeah. makes sense for... But like, I know I said that I would, I'd still happily welcome the pioneers if they were there at a club, but I'd, yeah. I still wouldn't turn my nose up at Denon's oh, no, no, like, If they were there, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. cool. And this right. is where going back to what you said about the bedroom user um, and Denon maybe being more suitable for a bedroom user is I fully agree with that because if I were to spend my like hard earned money on You'd a want- new top of the line setup, I would go for the Denon SC6000 over the CDJ3000. Because at home, I want streaming. I want all the flexibility of the performance features. I want those creative tools. But when I'm in a club, I would be happy with both. I would not complain with the CDJs. I just think everyone on the internet's 
fought. I think clicking on the on the video, they probably just went, oh, he's instantly going to rip the 3,000 because yeah. the 6,000 does a lot more. But there's a very valid reason why the 3,000 doesn't do as yeah. much as it yeah. as the 6,000. There's a very strong user base of very high-end, professional, touring, world-class acts that require it to stay similar. Yeah. And that was the point I was making. And, and I think a lot of people are just like, now nah, you must be getting paid. I'm not. I'm and just explaining. And I, find it, it and I find it funny. <laughs> and I find it a funny and an odd term that it's like has to be like this fight in this anywhere. Yeah, to understand where that exactly. comes somewhere. Well, they both exists. So you know, feel the, free to choose. The funny thing is, is that no matter what you play on, the equipment doesn't make a better DJ. Oh, but yeah, a better exactly, DJ yeah. makes a set of decks better. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter what you get given. It's what you can do on it. So yeah. wanting a second layer, wanting a slicer, wanting this, wanting that, yeah. it's, re it's so irrelevant. Yeah. People need to look 95%. at them from a different way. It's like, just yeah. because they are there doesn't mean they should be head to head. And it's just like, because you own one doesn't mean you have to hate the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a passion. football team. It's not, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. it's not sport. This is... Um, uh, this is You're allowed both. You're allowed both. <laughs> and, and Denon are pushing Pioneer and Pioneer are pushing Denon and it's yeah, great yeah. for the industry we should yeah. all be celebrating these products not trying I think to it's created a massive them. divide though because yeah, that more than ever any Denon users or people that were avid Pioneer users that are now more attracted to the Denon players they're thinking well oh Pioneer have, have let us down here and yeah. it's, it's creating a very like wide open two mm. sides yeah, but yeah, like yeah. we said earlier you know it's just literally like any other industry Apple, yeah. Samsung yeah. Windows and then also yeah. then Pioneer are giving you still more options anyway with SRTs and 1000s and stuff like that so yeah. Yeah. everything's still there do you know what I mean yeah it's, if you look at Pioneer as an ecosystem yeah. they're in a much stronger position yeah, than how, how good does the XZ look right now when the yeah. CDJ 3000s will cost you with a mixer thick end of five six thousand pounds the XZ with all the same features pretty much yeah. in an all-in-one package with those glorious mechanical jog wheels at like uh, £1,900. Yeah. And Amazing. the performance pads. <laughs> yeah, mm, the pads, pads that everyone's arguing should have been on the CDJ. Yeah, yeah go buy an XZ. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, as you can tell, we've we've had a lot to get off our chest about the yeah. CDJ 3000 versus... I've not been paid. <laughs> um, we're still going to be talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. I think it's, it's, it's come at such a time that... Um, I don't think we're going to be able to get away from this divide anytime soon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I am just just looking to the future. I'm really excited by the fact that Pioneer have changed their processes and their MPU, and they've made a big point of saying to us and the industry that updates can come a lot easier and a lot quicker now than mm. before. And I'm hoping what that means is some of these features, I'm really going for streaming, but some of these features like streaming do come in the future and we don't have to wait the abilities years, there now. The 10 there years now. for the next model we mm. can get some of these features in firmware updates rather than a whole rebuild of the hardware yeah 100 yeah. so that's exciting right uh, in today's podcast we are going to be listening to an interview with raj thomas from bpm supreme he's the director of operations there and for anyone that doesn't know about what bpm supreme is um, it's a service that we highly recommend. It's a service that we have all used. And one of the most popular yeah. things for DJs, working DJs, is uh, subscribing to a record pool. Now, mm. there are lo loads of different record pools out there and loads of different services. And the reason why record pools are so valuable is they have things that... They have edits of songs. They have versions of songs. Curated. That, yeah, curated playlists. They have lots of tools that DJs can use that things like streaming services such as Tidal or even SoundCloud Go and stuff do not have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously these streaming services, not streaming services, these record pools 
you can download the music so you don't have yep. to rely on an internet connection mm. um, to source your music. So we've all used them religiously because as working DJs, we need access to the latest music. We need access to the latest music offline and we need access to music that is useful to us as a DJ. Yeah. How many times have you heard a new song on the radio, but you're thinking, well, that song doesn't really have much for me to mix with. You no. know, there's no mm. intro on it. And this is where record pools come in so useful. And one of the reasons why we wanted to get on a call with BPM Supreme is that we've been using them so much in the last year and we really like how much their service has grown and how how reliable it is for yeah. just sourcing music. So mm. we, we've got a chat with Raj Thomas. We're going to find out much more about BPM Supreme, how you can get onto their service, why it's important, and some of the things that they've got in the future. If you're a music producer, like I know you are, Danny, they've just launched a new service as well called BPM Create. Mm. And we're going to find out a bit more about that too. So this is both for DJs, for producers, and for anyone that's just even interested in getting started as a DJ, it is worth knowing about what a record pool is and why this could be useful for you. Okay, welcome Raj to Off The Record, the DJ podcast. We're so excited to have you on the call today. Um, I know we're in opposite time zones pretty much, but we're very used to working remotely now as we've just been talking about. So welcome to the podcast. Do you want to just give everyone a bit of a rundown on who you are, what your role is in BPM Supreme and, and for anyone that doesn't know BPM Supreme, what it's all about? Sure. My name is uh, Raj Thomas. I'm the director of operations at BPM Supreme. BPM Supreme is uh, started off and uh, currently is the uh, <clears throat> a source for DJs to get your music from the number one source for that and basically you need a very efficient way to go get your music to, for download to play out at the clubs bars or house parties now or anything like that um because uh you know with COVID-19 the gigs are getting more interesting so people are playing on twitch now and stuff like that but anyways when you need music and you need it reliably a lot of us DJs prefer to have it downloaded so we are one of those download sources uh instead of a streaming source for now. And that's what BPM Supreme is. Nice. Um, how long has it been running, BPM? How long have you been BPM active? Supreme has been running in one way, shape, or form and elements of it. 2016, I believe, uh, you know, was when it, nice. um, really the digital stuff is, it got bigger uh, with our CEO, A-Rock. He has a background even in the physical record pools where people would be shipped uh, real promo uh, records and, and CDs and stuff. So um, that's where its original origins kind of started out in that realm. And, you know, he was a DJ and stuff. So there's all sorts of uh, things that led up to the creation of what you see now. That's cool. Well, Crossfade is similar. You know, we started roughly around that time just before then. So we've kind of both been sidelining at the through the industry in the last few years. And it's been great to see the growth of BPM. Uh, it's a service that I personally joined a few years ago um, before I had any contact with you guys because it was so impressive. It was this uh, new record pool that came about and I was really impressed by it. So um, what, why do you think it's important for DJs to be subscribed to a record pool, whether it's BPM or someone else, but why do you think record pools are so important for DJs? Well, here's the deal is you can get, you can go to Spotify and you can get all of the music, right? So it's kind of funny if you think about it, you're paying to get, less music you're paying to not have all the music right yeah. because you need the right music as a dj and that's what a record pool especially ours can get you we can make sure that a great record that you need to have in your uh collection is there and that way you don't have to sit through millions of songs uh we kind of uh 
help <clears throat> help the tastemakers do their thing. Yeah. So uh, that's the fun part and the interesting part about where a record pool sits in the ecosystem of a DJ, you know? Yeah, for sure. Is there anything that a record pool can offer that streaming services don't? You know, you might be able to access the same songs, but what does a record pool do above and beyond a streaming service? Right. So not only is it about the content selection and making sure that you don't have to sift through a lot of garbage, uh, we also supply songs that are DJ ready. And what DJ ready songs mean is that the songs have intros, outros, maybe uh, quick hits or extended versions that you need um, to uh, to play uh, in your DJ set. It makes songs easier to mix from you know going out of one into the, the other. Um, some songs, when they are just created, may start out with a lyric. It might just jump right into the song. It might be a rapper saying, hey, what up, and just going right into it. You know, well, it's really hard to just mix that in um, at the very beginning of the track um, without trying to figure out a loop point at the end yep. or maybe some little instrumental break in, in between in the middle of the song. So what we and uh, our uh, very talented team <clears throat> do is uh, make sure that uh, everything has a very accurate, uh, important uh, instrumental in the beginning or at the end of a song that can help you actually mix that track in. And those are the things, those are the little elements and the attention to detail that you just don't get because the songs when they're put out aren't really released with those. Yeah. You know, sure. we also have the clean versions too, because the clean versions are hard to find um, on streaming services or, uh, you know, it might even interrupt with your normal streaming habits. Let's say that you're just recreationally listening to music when you're going for your run. Uh, you know, if you start listening to too many clean edits, trying to, to DJ with them, uh, then, you know, your, your suggestions and your auto-populated playlist might not have the cuss words that you really want to listen to because you've you've changed your listening habit, you know, um, because you, you, you did a few radio gigs with your uh, clean music. So, you know, it's kind of cool to keep the uh, listening habits separate, I guess you could say, um, with record pools, uh, you're allowed to do that, you know. I remember um, I got into a bit of a tricky situation where I was playing a lot of clubs, so I didn't need clean versions of songs. I was playing the dirty versions. It was fine. But then I got booked for like an under 18s event. So I got booked for, you know, kids parties for a few, you know, a few occasions. And suddenly I had to scrap through and think, well, I can't play all these songs. They're all dirty versions. They've all got swear words in. And I can't be playing that at this booking. So, I, you know, luckily, thanks to record pools i could go on and just look specifically for clean versions i could narrow down the whole library pretty much just to clean edits and just start working through the record pool and quickly downloading as many clean edits as possible and that was something you know i didn't even think about until it got to a point where i was like oh i need these clean edits actually so um it's definitely useful from a record pool point of view um and the intros as well really useful for those beginner djs just starting out um, it makes it much easier to mix, especially a lot of the hip hop, pop tunes, things you hear on the radio. Like you say, they just start where you're going to mix it from. So, yeah, the intro edits are really useful. So how do you guys decide what genres you add to the record pool or how much music um, and different styles of music that's out there? How much do you kind of narrow it down or is it just everything that gets sent to you, you supply? How does that work? Well, <clears throat> with BPM Supreme, we do have, you know, great staff and people that are up and, and every one of those genres means something to someone that's there. That's why you sometimes, <clears throat> if we can't accurately handle the genre, you won't see that much of it there. Um, right now, 
I'll just to be, you know, uh, quite, uh, uh, I guess, uh, transparent and call out a flaw of ours. You know, we don't have a gospel music, you know, um, yeah. on, on the regular, but that's because we don't have the expert and the label deals and things of that nature to really cater to that particular genre, you know, but I mean, granted, not people are not out twerking to gospel music a lot, you know, uh, and shaking yeah. their butts to that, which is, you know, kind of what we want to do as DJs. But uh, we do carry rock music because, I mean, you know, people DJ in all sorts of environments where rock might happen. They might be a radio DJ or a radio program director and stuff. So we have literally every genre. We're pretty well-rounded, which is my favorite thing about our service with BPM Supreme. Uh, you can get country. You can get rock. You can also get your normal pop music and uh, hip-hop hip EDM uh, from us as well. So uh, I think we're the most well-balanced, well-rounded uh, service out there. Nice. Um, and can anybody submit their own remix for consideration to be supplied or is it that you have a dedicated team that build up exclusive remixes? Um, well, if anyone's got talent, we suggest they, they write us cause we yeah. may be able to help them do something, you know? Um, so if someone's out there making killer remixes and they have their own thing going and every time they put a song out or get, they have an email list of, you know, multiple people and they're, they're, you know, they're getting this underground following for their remixes or something, you know, hit us up because there's stuff that we can do to help your career for sure. Um, uh, when it comes to that, but building the intros and outros, primarily the production in that's done with us. Um, and, uh, and yeah, just send it to us and we can see what we can do to help you out. You know, maybe it ends up getting, you know, really released or something. I don't know. There's a lot that we can do for people. So if you are a remixer out there, shoot us an email promo at bpmsupreme.com amazing that's a great link up so any dj crossover producers that are making some fire remixes um that's a, a cool place to get started i i think it's one of those things a lot of producers djs that turn into producers it's kind of a natural step you want you're making club music you want that music to be played in clubs by your peers and record pools provide music to a lot of DJs worldwide. And I think it's the first step to potentially breaking yourself as an artist from a DJ and producing your own music. Um, and obviously making edits and bootlegs as well for yourself is a great way to, to get out there. Cause I know record pools also have a lot of bootlegs, edits, transition edits, mashups and all sorts of things going on all within record pools as well, which you, you just don't get with streaming services. And I don't think you ever will. No, no, for sure. That's another great reason for uh, what 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 is a record pool, you know. Yeah. Um, and again, doing your own thing to a song. Even people don't realize, even if it's um, you know, sometimes we, they have jobs, they have kids. You you don't have time to learn music theory or something. Well, there's so many great tools out there now. And not only that, but if you just beef up a track with a different kick or a different snare or you know, adding more hi-hats to a song that's kind of just more of an acoustic guitar, you know, um, you, you, you can complete, you can <clears throat> add little spices to that dish that are your own that separate you. Now you separate yourself out from any DJ that's out there, you know, because you've added a simple drum loop underneath the bottom of it, cut it out here, cut it out there. You know, it's really simple. So don't be scared of production. Production is really wonderful. It's a great way to, set yourself out from other DJs because we, when we all subscribe to the same services and, and stuff, you know, now, you know, I, you know, I've heard DJs, big DJs play music that I could 
do. You know, the yeah. only thing different from me and them are, you know, is is marketing. You know, and and the following. You know, yeah. so when you hear them out there, you're like, damn, like there's nothing, there's nothing different about him than than me. You know, what what is it? What has he got? You know, well, I mean, networking and it factors and things of that nature come into play, but. You know, when you really hear the greats, they're either doing something technically that someone else can't do, uh, like a Jazzy Jeff or something, you know, um, or producing stuff that people haven't made before. Either original songs, you look at Tiestos and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, those those guys, they, they make their own music, you know. So a good in-between is playing with drum loops at first if you're just getting into production. And uh, you can really come up with your own takes on tracks without going to college, you know? So it's not, didn't have to be scary. Sweet. And just talking about beefing up tracks and just that first step into re-edits and making your own productions. Um, you, you're just about to launch, is it BPM create? That's correct. Uh, we are launching BPM create. It's the new product from BPM Supreme and BPM create is going to be a full sound library source and uh, and MIDI file, even, uh, uh, resource for people that are producers from if you are just starting on up to seasoned professionals we have a huge content library and it will be available day one on august 22nd bpm create august 22nd now our launch day coincides with the end of the remix contest as well did you see about that let us know tell us about it right now so so we have a remix contest going on with t-pain uh, himself. So it's pretty cool. Uh, it's the wake up dead remix contest and the song T-Pain wake up dead featuring Chris Brown. The, ri- the original track has over 10 million streams as of right now, but we mm. teamed up with T-Pain directly to, uh, offer this remix competition. And I don't know when this will air, but I think people have till the 16th to submit their remix. Um, and, uh, it's getting reviewed by T-Pain and his team. And uh, those three, there will be three winners, not a first, second, and third. It will just be three equal winners that will win wonderful prizes. Um, and will also get a 10% split on the record, which is amazing and unheard of. Because usually remix contests get you um, a bit of uh, money, maybe $500 or something like that, uh, and, and some prizes. This is prizes and a real stake in the record. And, Amazing. you know, if, if this gets you imagine if the song that you make is fire and gets used in, in like the Fast and the Furious 20 or something, you know, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that like mailbox money forever. You know what I mean? So he's literally looking for people, new people to work with that he's not aware of. And I think it's amazing because that means three people's lives potentially could be changed forever. And I feel so proud as a company to be a part of a remix competition like this that we created with T-Pain uh, to you know, potentially, may, you know, somebody's somebody's whole life could change after this, which is cool. Well, this is crazy because you're talking about opportunities here. Now, this is probably going to air after the uh, the remix competition has finished. However, as a brand, as BPM, you're just talking about a remix competition there. That's not necessarily anything to do with a record pool. Um, and I've seen that you throw industry parties where you've got some of the biggest DJs rocking up to play at these parties that you throw in, which again, isn't necessarily directly related to a record pool, but does that just show, you know, how much more than a record pool BPM Supreme is and the brand? And is there a reason why you're kind of venturing down all these different avenues as in throwing parties and remix competitions? 
Well, the interesting part is that we do like to, it sounds crazy, you know, like I mean, we're going to change someone's life because they win this remix competition. But part of what we do, and especially, you know, um, myself, I really do love making a difference for people. I'm very accessible. I love talking to people about it. And, and I just, we are very, you know, down to earth. And so when, when you talk about the parties, you're talking about, for instance, we did uh, the last two years, we did huge parties at NAM, which is a big, huge trade show in California um that debuts uh all of the new gear coming out you know in the immediate kind of future first you know first second quarter third quarter uh that gears debuted at nam from the manufacturers you know well, we're not a manufacturer so we really don't have a home on the floor of the convention right so what can we do to make an impact while we have the whole industry there you know people travel there too a lot of dj friends of ours from all over the world come in and stuff so what we do we throw a big party to celebrate and we usually pair that with an announcement from the company right so a couple two nams ago we announced the bpm supreme app which is available on the app store and then uh right now even uh, and then we announced BPM Sounds or BPM Create is what its actual launch title is, Is you know. Um, so the code name was Sounds, but BPM Create was announced at NAMM this, uh, this past year. And so, you know, instead of spending an exorbitant amount of money to sit at a booth with a bunch of brochures, you know, yep. we create an experience for everybody so that that way they can actually just feel like, have a great time on us and you know what's cool is everyone that we could could go or you know we asked to rsvp but you know it did, they didn't have to be of a certain level i mean all of our, our, our friends so many so many friends of ours that are mobile djs or club djs you know and, and stuff that just happened to just go to nam they were welcome there too you know and and, and so it wasn't like locked out industry only um it was only limited by capacity and, uh, you know, we welcomed everybody in there to that experience. And we didn't charge a dime. Amazing. We didn't charge a dime to get into it. Uh, we didn't charge a dime to, to, to uh, you know, to have general admission. This year, we did have uh, a guaranteed VIP section or whatever, which we, uh, um, which we you know, if you wanted to be it away from people, we, we took the VIP seating or whatever, and we did yeah. sell those. So that, that way people could have like fast pass and guaranteed seating and stuff like that. So, but the normal general entry was free if you wanted to go and stand in line and, and, and just do a regular RSVP. And I think that's a really great way to give back to people um, and have a fun time and a big party at a big place. So that's why we do it. Um, we, we're not going to be a party promotion company. You know, we're not going to really uh, start being the next, uh, festival people i guess you could say you know not, that i know of i mean you know who knows if the right stuff comes along and people can uh be around six feet of each other anymore in the future then, then maybe you know but right well, now we're not an event throwing company of course and just what i see is this this community and engaging with the dj community worldwide you know throwing these parties is an amazing way to bring all these people together so props for obviously putting something on, on like that with free admission as well amazing um hopefully we'll get back to a point where events like that can continue to happen with the state of the world that's going on at the moment but fingers crossed next year 2021 is uh, a new year <laughs> yes we plan on growing a quarantine beard i've grown mine now I don't usually have this if my wife sees this episode she'll probably be mad she's in the military so she's not with me every day she's uh, overseas so 
uh, she hasn't I, seen the full beauty of my beard. What about you? Are you going to grow a quarantine beard? Well, I'd probably struggle to grow a quarantine beard. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> my, my, <laughs> my facial hair takes a very long time to grow, which, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm looking at it as a blessing right now, but you know, it's the, <laughs> yeah, th- to be honest, I managed to get away with one, uh, haircut at home. Um, but luckily over here in the UK at the moment, hairdressers are back open. So everything's nice. kind of feeling more normal again in, in a way, everything we, we can do almost almost everything that we could do before just with new rules and new restrictions while we're doing them. Um, now what's the, what's the DJ world like right now there? So there the clubs aren't open, but bars are open. Now bars aren't meant to have DJs on. But a lot of bars have DJs on, <laughs> so um, there's there's definitely some sort of uh, really between the lines of the rules and DJs are getting gigs, you know. So p- DJs are picking gigs back up, which I'm happy about. Um, but again, just it needs, you know, the country just needs to make sure that we're all responsible as well. So it's kind of in this weird situation at the moment where we're in the the back end of the limbo between coming fully out of lockdown um, and potentially getting locked down again. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting the next few weeks. Um, and I can tell it's not going anywhere soon. A cautionary, cautionary tale from someone in America that you can, you, you can totally uh, drop the ball or screw the pooch, I guess you could say, if you're not careful, you know. Um, yeah. it, it doesn't take long to slide backwards and and we we uh we did that <laughs> yeah it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh definitely in the uk we're sort of reading the news and thinking oh america what are you doing uh okay this is going to be interesting <laughs> so do you want us back yet um i think we need to play it out a little bit longer <laughs> um no i hopefully hopefully uh there's some solution soon. Hopefully there's some solution soon, but yeah, knows. for sure. Um, well, just to tie up this chat, it's been a great chat. Obviously BPM Supreme, the family's growing, the community's growing. There's more and more DJs signing up and becoming part of that community. So do you just want to shout out who can sign up? Who are the people that you're looking to sign up to BPM Supreme? What kind of DJs are you wanting to enroll into your service and who is it best suited for? Um, and how you know how BPM you- Supreme is best suited for the DJ that is gigging or wants to gig and has ambitions to gig. I mean, if you are, um, if you're you're getting your skills up and you, you know things are you know you're improving and your your goal is to be a working DJ, that's what we want. You, we want you. You know, yeah. so that's the thing. It's your goal. You know, if you're if you're not into it, you're not. You know, uh, you don't want to be a DJ for real. It's just something that. Yeah, you know, you heard about, you know, maybe, maybe there's, there's other ways to kind of play around first, but for a DJ that takes the profession seriously and knows that this is potentially a lifestyle or at least even if they keep it a hobby, something that, that means something to them, then we want you, you know, we want you if, if you respect and love DJ because we do. Yeah. And something I found, um, just from personal experience of signing up to a record pool is that, you're using a record pool as a tool to build up your library for the audience that you're playing for. So, you know, as a working DJ, when I was a working DJ, I'm there to serve the audience first and foremost. And that audience might require a wide range of genres. They might require a specific genre. They might require 
you know, extended edits or quick mixing up. You know, there's loads of different things that that audience might require. And I'd use a record pool as a tool to build that library up to have those versions, edits, intros, the tools that I need to perform to the audience. And that's kind of where I looked at a record pool. Everything that I downloaded from that record pool isn't necessarily my favorite song. They're not all songs that I love, but the songs that I might need to perform to the crowd and to put on a good show. And then that goes at the moment for live streaming as well. You know, there's a balance still. You're playing for yourself, but you're also playing for people that are tuning in because they're spending their time watching you and listening to you. And I think that's where the record pool can be a great tool for finding those um those pieces of music that you can serve to that that audience or that listener so that's just from my personal yes. experience 100 correct there and i and 100 correct and bpm supreme is the best spot for you to check out if you are interested in adding those uh those those tracks to your to your pool awesome. but, uh, as, far as, as far as who you know should reach out everybody should reach out if you love djing djing is a passion of yours you got ideas let us know, try out the product, let us know, check out BPM Create August 22nd. If you are just even thinking about producing, I believe when we launch, we'll have some free credits as well when you sign up. So it should be really awesome for you guys uh, to even just check out and start, you know, playing around if it's even your first time uh, being a producer as well. So check that, that out. That's awesome. Raj, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and chatting with us. It's been really insightful. It's been a great conversation and I'm sure we'll be able to chat again soon. Thank you. Crossfader. And there we have it. Thank you so much, Raj, once again, for getting on the call and joining the podcast today. What, what does everyone think? Yeah, uh, thanks, Raj. That was really yeah. insightful, actually. I think it's really good that somebody of that level comes and talks to us and connects and um, says you know, who he's looking for and like you say, if you're passionate about DJing or, like you say, with production now as well, then you need to be at a, at a record pool, um, especially if it, when, you know, clubs open again. Mm. Yeah, you need that safety of having the music on, you know, whether it's yeah. USB or your laptop, and you can't find as much, like, well-quality um, music, edits, mashups, mm. bootlegs, than you will on a record pool. So yeah. it's, it's, it's imperative. I've been on a record pool for about 10 years now, and... Can't imagine ever not being on one. Yeah, Do you know? for sure. Yeah. Um, I've actually got a video on YouTube um, from a few weeks ago, yeah. maybe a month ago now, where I've done a creative mix and I've cho mm. chosen, <clears throat> excuse me, different songs from BPM Supreme, and I've shown how to like use the service in a creative way to yeah. narrow down your search results and things and come up with creative ideas. So if you want to go check that out and get some ideas of why your record pool is useful and see inside BPM Supreme, you can do that. We do have an official affiliate code with them as well. So if you enter the code CROSSFADER at checkout, you get 25% off your nice. first month. That is an affiliate code. So we do earn a bit of commission just for transparency, yep. but we can highly, highly recommend it. We use yeah. the service ourselves. Sick. And yeah, we love BPM Supreme. So Very good. Thanks, thanks again, Raj. Again. Thanks again. Cheers, man. Okay, are we going to do our story time first? Let's go. Story time. Story time. So first of all, we want you guys to start sending us in your DJ stories because over lockdown, there isn't many stories that we can come up with <laughs> that would be of interest in a podcast. They're running dry. So what we want is, going forward, is you guys to email me directly, lawrence at wearecrossfader.co.uk. I want them wild, crazy stories that you know have happened to you over the years. But believable. Um, the funnier, the better. <laughs> the, funny, funny. the funnier, the better. But, Make you know, sure they're real. Wild, crazy ones, whatever. <laughs> and yeah, lawrence at wearecrossfader.co.uk. 
send us your stories and hopefully we can pick one every week every two weeks whenever this podcast goes out true stories for to, only for you <laughs> for you to uh yeah get on the podcast and be a part of the podcast nice um should we talk about your birthday who can do yeah so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Danny, just sit down <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't here for this it story jamie so. and katie's joint birthday weekend yeah Sweet. happy birthday happy birthday happy to birthday. the, to the, the big bosses three oh the big three zero. years old old man wow. old time man. for you to retire from djing we had a lot of fun we had a big massive house in the middle of nowhere with about 55 million bedrooms and a cinema room and a hot tub and things and this was a big house there was a lot of champagne and what, I, 42 s- bottles I think. 42 bottles of champagne and it's two days after and i'm still got a hangover yeah, yeah um, well, if, if, if we sound a bit um, yeah croaky yeah, yeah a bit croaky a bit worse for weather yeah. and that explains why because the three of us have had a a wild, a wild, wild weekend. weekend. However, this building that we we stayed in yeah. was a massive, massive, um, like country house, yeah. which had been converted by stone barns. So, yeah. for those that don't know, big stone walls don't do well <laughs> with signals, signals, Wi-Fi in particular, Wi-Fi signals, yeah. phone signals, any yeah. kind of signal. It's a great place to get away. But when we got there, I already had a makeshift DJ booth like, already there. Yeah, so it was like, this is a dream. They must, so, have known, they must have known we were coming. <laughs> what did we take as our equipment yeah. of choice? We thought, oh, well, when we're there and there's a few of us all DJing, streaming would be ideal because yeah. we can all just have playlists created yeah. and, and we don't have to worry about um, and we can all just yeah. like, load music at any point. Took a Prime 2, didn't we? Took the yeah. Prime 2. Took a Prime 2. That's odd, that, because I swear I'm being paid by Pioneer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two sound boxes. Um, two sound boxes, Prime 2. The uh, Equinox Spectrapix Baton yeah. lights. Everyone keeps asking. If, you, yeah. if you're wondering what the amazing lights are, they're not that expensive. They're cheap, yeah. they're cheerful, and they're brilliant. That's what they are. Uh, we took them. Yeah. Um, what a great time. So that's um, our equipment of choice. So for anyone wondering, we did have CDJ 3000s in the <laughs> office. We did have Denon SC 6000s, but we yeah. went for a Prime 2. Yeah. We took a Prime 2. Convenience. And we took Convenience. soundbox speakers because they're amazing. Ridiculous. Yeah, we love them so much. Yeah, i got to say, I took mine on holiday with me oh, as yeah. well. We've got three soundboxes and they were all in private, sorry, sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> we took them all for private uses. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. great. I have mine yeah. in like a tennis court so by the good. ball. Oh, so good. So good. Yes. So good. But yeah, so we, we got this Prime 2 out and I arrived a bit later than the others because I'd been on holiday myself elsewhere in the country. So I arrived a little bit later. Yeah. And, the and first, Holland is the tech guy. Yeah, so literally, we were all panicking. <laughs> I opened the door and it was like, Holland, come quick. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. why the, the Wi-Fi doesn't work? The Wi-Fi. <laughs> and it was like, you brought a USB stick, guys. No. <laughs> and just to let you know, just let you know an idea of how much alcohol was consumed, uh, the technical DJs in the office by only the second day realized you could put an extra USB in the oh, back yeah. of the Prime so, 2. So what happened, <laughs> so what so, happened was yeah. I, I went in there I was like okay if the Wi-Fi is bad why do we hotspot our phones? Jamie yeah. was like you can't do that. I was like yeah. I'm sure you can. Yeah. yeah so within a couple of seconds we've got uh, our phones connected yeah. back logged into Tidal but then because the phone signals were so bad it yeah. took Forever yeah, to download forever. a track. Like if you were playing, yeah, three, yeah it was three minutes. It was, easy. Yeah. It was. It took forever, <laughs> and we were really seeing the downsides to streaming. To be honest, weren't we? It was a bit of a of rel- relying a on the stream. Relying. Of relying on it. Yeah. Yes. We did have USBs, but they yeah. weren't like loaded up with music. They weren't. And it then, just... and then we did go and get a USB. Um, yeah. Luckily, I brought my DJ bag with me, so we got my USB out. But then we were. F- <laughs> We were switching between for an entire 24 USB hours, each. switching between the two yeah. USB sticks. So like, yeah. you know, ejecting one, having mm, to load yeah. a song in from streaming, yeah. which was eating on my mobile phone data. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then literally 
on like the, the, the second, second night, day, was like, I was looking minute. at the back of the Prime 2 and I'm like, oh, that's it cool, is. isn't it? Look, it's got another free USB. <laughs> oh my God, it's got another free USB port. <laughs> so wow. even even those tech gurus get it completely yeah. wrong sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But it was it was an eye opener that you cannot, you cannot rely on streaming yeah. if, if that's what your plan is because you just don't know what your yeah. surroundings are going to be yeah. like. 100%. Yeah, if you know that your internet's going to be good, yeah. then. Yeah, if yeah. you're, you know, yeah, if you're DJing on Twitch at your house, you're probably cool. You're I would always, argue, I was always before this would have, would have argued, oh, you can hotspot your phone, you'd be absolutely yeah. fine. But the fact is, I couldn't yeah. get phone signal in That's there, the not yeah. reliably. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and and as such, if I was doing a private gig there, like a wedding or something, yeah. we would have been. Um, I don't know how the polite term is, but we were really in trouble. Naft. Been in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, guys, send us your stories that we can tell. Yeah, because we've run out. The next one. <laughs> <laughs> That's it now. <laughs> So before we round up this podcast, obviously now we have started a new segment, the quiz of the week. Yes. We've got rid of tune of the week because we can't play the songs yeah, in the podcast. With quiz of the week, yeah. um, I wasn't here for the last podcast. It was Katie who stood in. Yeah, yeah. Katie won as well. Katie won. So Katie, me and Katie going as a combined score, we separate. All oh, right. <laughs> can I have Katie's Katie. win? You can. <laughs> Maybe. We might have to t- we'll bring Katie in for quiz of the week. She's not in today. Yeah. Yeah. She's, Obviously, she's... we had a big weekend. Yeah. Um, we'll sort the politics later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway. Should we just do the quiz? Quiz yeah. of the week. Let's do the quiz. <laughs> Quiz, quiz of the, of the week. week. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I hope people at home do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't have a jingle for that yet. Right. Um, so, well, I send think us we in. Do that, yeah. Lawrence, yeah. Lawrence at wearecrosshair.co.uk. Yeah, sing your, sing own your own jingle. jingle. Oh, send it in. <laughs> yeah, Amazing. send us jingles, sound bites, anything. Just like, let's make it fun. Oh, yeah. I want, you know, the, do you remember um, during streaming, during lockdown, we got in streaming and there was uh, one in particular individual that I absolutely fell in love with, the guy with the didgeridoo. Oh, oh no, yeah, is he, was it, Instagram. Yeah, Jamal if he could do the, Jamal, yeah, if, if he could do this with a didgeridoo. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. I'm all over that. Right, who's going first? I hope he's listening. Who's going first. Um, I can go. Right. First. I can, I'll, I'll right, go. You go. Oh no, Roz, Roz is asking. <laughs> right, someone go. go with the launch of the CDJ 3000. Why are you looking at me? How many? Buttons does it have on the face? Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Can I go and look? More than no, eight. No, no, more than eight. no looking. <laughs> How many buttons is it? Right, I'm just gonna take a stab Just physical buttons, not touching screen. Or just okay. buttons. How many buttons? Got the counting going yeah. on here. Oh, I can't even be bothered. <laughs> Glossus wins. I'm gonna just get, take a stab at thirty-five. I'm gonna say forty. 35, 40, Holland you still much trying to count. You've got five did seconds, it, four, did it, did it, three, doom. two, one. I think I've counted 29. No, nope, right. more than that. <laughs> it is 48. Whoa! Well done, Daniel. Nah, Young Daniel goes into the lead. What am I missing with? What buttons am I missing by 20? Well, there's loads. There's, like, there's, there's the loads. new loop buttons and that. Yeah, I need that. I can't learn. Loop buttons, You can have a count after. Right, okay. Next one, next one. Who's next? Danny. Tempo reset. All right. I'm gonna go in for another another one like last time. Oh, go on, that key sync. Oh, so, yeah. how did Dead Mouse get his name? Oh, what was the reason? He found his yeah. cat brought a dead mouse and left it on his doorstep. My cat used to do that. Oh, cats do do that. <laughs> I don't have a cat. And he thought that'd be a cool name for an artist. <laughs> okay. Is it is it like a COVID story? Did he no, decide no, no, to no. eat a dead? He ran over mouse? a mouse. No, no. There's there's <laughs> right. So no one, no one's guessing. That's what I guess he ran over a mouse. All right, no. okay. 
And you, you uh, my guess is that he really liked uh, Disney characters and just thought <laughs> it'd be funny to make one of them dead. Right. Okay, so there was there's two parts to the story. I heard this in an interview that he did. Mm-hmm. And he used to fix computers before he was like a big time DJ. Mm-hmm. And that was and his computer name. He took he took a computer apart once and he found a dead mouse inside oh, of it. Oh my and gosh. then a week later, he said he was walking down the street with his manager because he was making music as his actual name at the time. He was walking down the street with his manager and a cat came in front of them and dropped a dead mouse oh, in front of them. So get they, were having, they were having the, the <laughs> conversation about what his name should be and he thought of dead mouse yeah. and then a cat dropped a dead mouse. Oh, like, it's so weird. fitting. That's weird. Yeah. That's a weird Fate. story. Fate. It's, it's not coincidence. I think Jamie gets the point there. Jamie gets the yeah. point. I'm going to have the point. Yeah. 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 Holland, Holland. You your question. Okay. This is, uh, I, I don't know if it's, I, I was really struggling to think of a question so mm. I went for some quite, I think it's quite obvious, but... Um, there's a, a well-known DJ, also linking on from Dead Mouse actually. Uh, also wears a really big helmet. Okay. Called Marshmallow. You yes. might have heard of him. Yep. Yes. What's his real name? Oh, I oh didn't I, I do someone, know. Didn't do we have to get asked this in like no, did Katie asked this last week? Yeah, week it wasn't Marshmallow. It was uh, Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Really? Is, can we, can we just, cool, isn't it? I didn't listen to the quiz bit last can week. Can we just get the first name because we're not going to get a full name? Right. So it's not actually supposed to be known. Oh. But well, it is, it's, right. I'm going to He's got a I'm going to say Daniel. No. I'm going to say, um, uh, uh, <laughs> Teddy. <laughs> it's not Ed Sheeran. <laughs> it's Chris. It's Chris. Oh, Chris. Tuffer. Well done. Oh, oh look at Danny. Point for Danny. Mm. God. Can I just actually say Jake. that I've, I have met him oh, without yeah. his helmet on? Yeah, yeah. I'm not even joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You warmed up for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Sick. Yeah. Sick. I've seen what the marshmallow looks like on the yeah, inside. There you go. Should he leave the habit <laughs> on? <laughs> normal, normal, normal guy. guy. Normal, normal guy. guy. Normal guy. Yeah. Jim. Amazing. Great See, point. Um, okay, so just to counter the CDJ oh, 3000 question. Oh, don't tell me how many. Don't tell me about those 6,000. No, no, no. So if you're not aware, Den and DJ is owned by a company called In Music. Yes. They are like the umbrella company for lots of different DJ brands. Yes. How many brands do they own? How many brands do they you own? You that for the question. Seven. Oh, oh. Says seven, Danny. Is it twelve? Keep going, Holland. I really, I was going to go to twelve, so I'm going to increase it. I'm going to go, to, I'm going to go fourteen since I got Stanton recently. I think it's either twelve or sixteen. No, so Holland wins eighteen. Yes. Wow, it's eighteen. Wow, wow. eighteen DJ brands. Can we name them? Okay, well, I'll Absolutely have to just get... Know. Right, no, 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 let me that's just... No, no. question. Right, let's just go around and name them. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm no. thinking. I'll start. Oh. Akai. Newmark. Denham. <laughs> Rain. Stanton. Ion. Pass. Uh, I'm just getting the list up now. I think um, they own... M- M- Audio. Do they own Morantz? Do they have a portion of Morantz? So here, here, here are the brands. Air, which is innovative music creation Sound switch. Sound switch. Sound switch. Sound, Sound switch. switch. Yeah, yeah. Alesis. Alesis. Alto Professional. Denim Alto. DJ. Denim Professional, which is... They own Denim Professional as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Headrush. Yep. Ion. Yep. M Audio. Yep. Morantz Professional. Thought they did. Told you. Mm-hmm. Mark. Yep. M-A-R-Q. Uh, Mixmeister. <laughs> Umar, oh, Rain, <laughs> Sonivox, which is virtual instrument collections, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sound Switch, and then there's another two which aren't on the list, which they've just acquired Stanton. Yeah, yeah. Stanton, and yeah. B uh, uh, Music. Wait, hold on here. It is. Yes, music. Renowned sure. drum software instrument BFD, which right. make those rolly keyboards, you know, that sound like 
Have you seen Instagram I've seen adverts? Yeah, I've seen them. They're amazing. They're oh, like, like the soft keyboard. Uh, yeah. Oh, they make them? Yeah. I tried yeah, one of those. Quiet. Like, there's, there's a swear, music store down It's Jack from In Music, isn't it? Does he just go around seeing cool stuff and buying it? Probably, yeah. So he's got, he's got some cool stories. I would love to see that. Yeah. Uh, can we get him as a podcast guest? Sure, yeah. Jack, if you're listening, Jack. he's probably so busy. <laughs> How do you manage 18 companies? Jack? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, does anyone remember Mickmeister? Wow. Mixmeister, yeah, yeah, do you remember yeah. that program? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it to do with it like automatically lighting. mixed your songs yeah, together? No, you just, dragged, you just dragged and dropped, dragged your drops in, and it literally oh. mixed it for him. I'm glad that's not around that yeah, much. Putting us out of a job, it man. really would be doing. Oh, that was a good quiz of the week. I quite like that one. Enjoy yeah. the quiz. Enjoy All right. Well, quiz. thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. Like Lauren said, we want to hear your story times. Yes, please. It was Lawrence at wearecrossfader.co.uk. And yeah. And the jingles. I want to hear some jingles we <laughs> yeah. sung. If you want to send us a jingle. Tune of the week. If you're there that bored. If you're that bored. Remember to check out wearecrossfader.co.uk for our online DJ courses, loads of free tutorials, tips, tricks, and reviews, and everything else. Remember to check out BPM Supreme for that amazing offer that Jamie talked about earlier because it really mm-hmm. is a service that's yeah. amazing. And Use code uh, CROSSFADER for 25% off. And, and, your first now, month. and now Holland's going to go and count buttons on a CDJ 3000. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>